stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome to the Dodgers Nation Post Game Show. I'm your host, Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Thanks for rocking with us after the Dodgers lose a thriller to the Atlanta Braves. This game lived up to the hype. This game was as advertised. You had fireworks across the board. You had home runs on home runs. You had a grand slam by Ronald Acuna Jr. Two home runs by Mookie Betts. The Dodgers clawed their way back down 7-1. to one. They had an opportunity to win the game late. Max Muncy just misses on a changeup out in front of the changeup there just by a couple of centimeters. If he gets his bat on that ball, that leaves the yard. The Dodgers, they get a walk-off win at the end there, but still a thrilling game. Dodgers versus this Braves team. I think this is the NLCS preview right here. This Braves team, a very potent line. I mean, you saw that on display today. All the muscle, all the home runs by both teams. The Dodgers, they end up winning with that home run, getting a lot of home runs tonight with Michael Bush getting his solo shot, Max Muncy getting his solo shot, two by Mookie Betts, but unfortunately, it just wasn't enough. And really what it comes down to is, one, Lance Lynn, the home run ball is back for Lance Lynn. Now, we're going to talk about that. We're going to break that down, but that really is kind of my first big takeaways is, is this the real Lance Lynn? Is this the Lance Lynn we're going to get in a potential series in the postseason? Can you count on him to come through and not give up the long ball, not get beat like he did today. And he just wasn't the same guy we've seen through his first five starts with the Dodgers where he had a 203 ERA. His ERA jumped from 203 to 355. He had allowed seven runs in his first 31 innings of work. He allowed six runs tonight in his first two innings. And we're going to break down all of tonight's action. There's so much to unpack from tonight's game. But first and foremost, got to give a credit to this Dodgers team because still they fought their way back. They chipped away all night long. They almost caught the the Braves at the end. And look, I will say the Braves, they escaped with the win. They escaped with a win tonight. And I think the Dodgers definitely have some momentum heading into tomorrow. But really, the big kicker tonight, the reason why the Dodgers lost, the most important statistic tonight is the fact that, yes, you do get the home runs. You got two from Betts. He's up to 
He's 38th in the fifth inning off Spencer Strider, and then he hit one later in the game off of Jimenez, and you're seeing Mookie Betts. He really put this team on his back there, that three-run shot in the fifth to cut it to 7-4. That was massive. But And then Michael Bush also starting things there in the seventh inning, and then you got the Max Muncy off of A.J. Minter. So, yeah, the home run ball was there, but unfortunately they go one for nine with runners in scoring position. They left seven men on base, and that really was the difference right there. Six of their seven runs coming via that home run ball. You live by the home run, you die by the home run. Unfortunately, that was the case tonight. But first and foremost, let me know where you represent Dodgers Nation from tonight. We got D-Max Sun down below in the comments. Sun, go to bed. It's a little late for you. You're past your bedtime. They need to play my dad to win dmax son you're hilarious but you know what i'm looking for i'm looking for that dodgers nation comment of the game presented by our friends over at hornitos if i see one of those you're going to see one of these braves pen not impressive from Vasquez. yeah especially when we look at the middle of that bullpen and that really is the big difference there the earlier if you get to them early you have a chance of scoring some runs if you get to them later it's not as easy you saw that there but i think the other thing you need to look at too is the strikeouts and you look at what an ace is able to do for the most part the dodgers they had strider on the ropes there early in the first inning when they scored that first run but other than that and Mookie, of course, he had that home run off of him. But still, you look at Spencer Strider, he goes six innings, allows four runs, but nine punch-outs. Then Jimenez had two punch-outs. Minter had one. Johnson had one. And Iglesias had one. The Dodgers struck out 14 times tonight. 14 strikeouts for the Dodgers to five walks. And you compare that to the Dodgers pitchers who had three strikeouts tonight. So they won that battle right there. And, yeah, I mean, it was really came, comes down to anytime your starting pitcher is down six, Six runs, allowed six runs there in the second inning. You're down 6-1. to one. You're probably not going to come back and win that game. You're probably not going to have a chance to come back and win that game. But still, you got to give this Dodgers team a lot of credit. The fight, the, the medal, the championship mentality that was on display, the grit and grind that this Dodgers team have. You have to give them a lot of credit for making this a game and giving themselves a chance to win late. But we're going to break down this whole entire game. We got Dinger, Linsani from Boomer Assassin holding down the 3-1-0 and the 5-1-0 behind enemy lines. They hate to see me. They hate you because they ain't you, Anthony King. What up, my man? A J Kid 323 Max Muncy defense is going to hurt us in the playoffs. That's from JKid323. Yeah, we're going to talk about that too. I think you look at Max Muncy and the error that he had in the sixth inning that led to a run and yeah, it was a bad throw. It went wide, and he made some really good plays in this game. I mean, he charges the ball earlier, makes a nice play, and really over the last month or so, his defense has graded out well. He makes the routine plays, but unfortunately, that was a bad throw, and it led to a run. He did make up for it, of course, with the home run, but still, yeah, I mean, I think it's a fair point. And look, I mean, you think of last year, I mean, with Yancy Almonte on the mound, and, uh, uh, and Hassan Kim there, and that double he had down the line, and does he play the line well? So I definitely think it is a concern. Now, if he is swinging the bat like he is right now, and you're talking about a guy who has nine extra base hits in his last nine games, I mean, you can live with average defense. And look, like I said, if you want to look at how he grades well, he's grading well defensively over the last month or so. But let's get into the comments. We want to start breaking down this game because, guys, I have a ton of stuff to get into, ton of stuff to unpack on this. We got Walker Buehler starting a rehab assignment. We'll talk a little bit about that. But really, my biggest concern, 
concern, my biggest concern is Lance Lynn because you're going to need Lance Lynn to go on the road and make a big start. You're going to need Lance Lynn to make a start at home potentially. And if he's giving up bombs like this against this historic Atlanta Braves offense as seven guys with 20 or more home runs, guys that can be up and down that lineup, they don't have weaknesses, whether it's against lefties or against righties. They have the top OPS versus lefties. They have the top OPS versus righties. There's no escape. They do not let you breathe, and you saw that on display tonight. And Lance Lynn is someone who I think needs to not live as much at the top of the zone like he was trying to. The command needs to be better. And he just missed some pitches. And you got to give some credit to that Braves team because they are a dangerous, dangerous team. But here we go. If you haven't yet, by the way, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. we still got that giveaway, the Mookie Betts authentic jersey, and tons of giveaways to come. So be sure to subscribe to the channel because if you are subscribed, you are entered to win. That is how it is. You will get a email if you win. So if you're subscribed, and definitely hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of our any of our videos when they drop. And we're going to talk about the MVP race. We're going to talk about Mookie Betts because, look, it was a great display. It was a great display that no matter how you slice. And you got to give Ronald Acuna Jr. a lot of credit, too, becoming the first player in Major League Baseball history to have 30 home runs and 60 stolen bases in a season. Yes, it did come in the season where you made stealing bases as easy as it's ever been. But still, I mean, got to give him credit. I still think what Mookie's done is more impressive. But let's go down to the comment section. We'll start breaking down this game. And I'm going to give you my big takeaways and everything you need to know. We got Lynn got lit. That's from Carl Summer over on YouTube. That's a fire take. 14 Ks is unacceptable. That that's why one and nine with runners in scoring position. That's from Neil Kasamoto. We got kill key didn't have its way. Ber <laughs> key key didn't have his way. Burger King commercial. Andrew Phillips. I can't believe you got me reading your your Burger King jingles here, but I'll do it. We got um. There we go. We got, uh, I wish they'd keep Hayward, kept Hayward in. I mean, look, Anthony Kinn, I mean, that's how they're going to play. I mean, you've got Chris Taylor late in games, and that's how they're going to utilize their bench. And you look at Jason Hayward, he's a guy that's had success off of righties, not so much against lefties. And that's really going to be the case. And in that matchup, you don't have to worry about it. But still, it's going to be very interesting to see how they deploy Chris Taylor. And he's been hitting a lot better of late. Chris Taylor said recently that they were doing some cage work and working on his mechanics and that he had found something mechanically that has really helped unlock him. And you saw him have that nice three-hit game the other day with his fa family in attendance. So hopefully that continues. Bruce Davis says Lynn is a bust. I totally disagree. If you look at starting pitchers from the start of August when he joined this Dodgers team, he's right there at the top. A 2.03 ERA in five innings, in five starts, 31 innings heading into this one. So I disagree with you on that one. I'd rather have Pepio in lieu of Lynn Boomer Assassin. That's an interesting conversation. If you look at Ryan Pepe, a guy who has looked really good, 14 innings. The walks are down. The changeup is lethal. The slider's more effective. The fastball command is better. I mean, that's a conversation we could start to have the more consistency that we see with him. He had five scoreless last night and did a hell of a job. We got Emar Dmac, your twin Will Smith, has major swag lately. I don't care what anyone says. Best catcher in the game. That's my first Hornitos comment of the game presented by my friend Emar there over on YouTube. We got Lance Lynn, free passes, killed us. 
know he's going to give a home run. Just needs less traffic when they have. That's from Thomas Kelly. Yeah, it's a great point right there. You will live with solo home runs. Just ask Clay and Kershaw. I mean, Kershaw has been phenomenal with runners in scoring position. And really, the only runs he's given up are solo shots. And you can live with that, especially when you have an offense like the Los Angeles Dodgers that can score runs in bunches. They can put up crooked number innings like they know how to do. We had fire DMAC, keep Dave Roberts from Mr. Seabad. That's a fire take. My man, Mr. Seabad. We got 499 from Bob Nightingale. If Acuna had a few less chains weighing him down, he may have caught that bet. Homer Dodgers will get him tomorrow. Go blue. That's a great comment for my friend Bob Nightingale. I haven't talked to you since the winter meetings down in San Diego. How you doing, Mr. Bob Nightingale? He's a lot taller than you would realize, but that's a comment of the game. He lost because of Lance Flynn and Ayers after Nathan Nerone. We got Terry Hesticles. Good job on the offense. Max Muntz needs to go. He He stares at too many strikes that should be swung at. I don't think you could put this on Max Muncy's offense. I mean, if you want to say that his error in the six definitely cost them, I mean, it's uh, they lost by one run. They also contributed a solo shot. So that negates that. Max goes one for five tonight, had two RBI, had the home run, two strikeouts. Not his best night at the plate. But then again, I mean, Mookie Betts goes two for four. Will Smith goes two for five. No other Dodger had multiple hits. Freddie goes one for three. David Peralta 0 for 3. Kike 0 for 2. Hey, Jay Hay goes 1 for 3. Outman 1 for 3. Michael Bush goes 1 for 4. He hit his second home run, had two strikeouts. Not a good night to play for Ahmed Rosario, who ended up going 0 for 4. And like I said, those 14 strikeouts and going 1 for 9 with runners in scoring position, that's not going to get it done. That is not a good foreshadowing hopefully of things that are going to be on the horizon for this Dodgers team. This can't be a home runner bus team because you're not going to out homer and out slug all your opponents every single game in the postseason. And yeah, I mean, they were getting dominated by Spencer Strider and thankfully the best player on the planet, Mr. Mookie Betts came up big and hit that big three run shot to really put this Dodgers team back in it. And look, if you look at the hits, Dodgers, Seven runs on nine hits. The Braves, eight runs on nine hits. And the Braves, it was the home runs for them as well. And look, this is just two powerhouses, man. These are two powerhouses going at it. And what more can you say? This game lived up to the hype. You still have three to play. It's going to be a great series. I mean, this is Ali versus Frazier in October of 1975, right? This is two heavyweights at the peak of their powers going at it. You got the four best players really from an MVP standpoint and Acuna Jr. and Matt Olson going up against Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts. So this game absolutely delivered on every single level. But Michael Bilgen says Lynn equals Cindergard two. Point oh, look, I understand. Look, Major League Baseball is a what have you done for me lately sport. And I think one of the big questions right now after this game is, is this the real Lance Lynn, right? Is Lynn's sanity over? Is the honeymoon phase over for Lance Lynn? I think that he's going to do a better job. But still, I mean, this is really his first test against truly elite competition in the Atlanta Braves against an opponent that they will likely be facing in the NLCS and it just did not go well. Really couldn't have gone that much worse. I will give Lynn credit, though. I mean, there's not a lot of guys. I want to point this out. There's not a lot of guys in Major League Baseball that are going to give a grand slam followed by a a solo shot there in the second inning, have two walks, just one strikeout and still throw 104 pitches and go four and a third inning. So, yeah, not a lot of guys are going to be able to do that in this league. So give him some credit for at least going out there and 
trying to take as many innings and pitches away from this bullpen that really came to the series fresh. I mean, you consider Ryan Yarbrough goes four innings the other day. Even before that, you got guys pitching that aren't going to be with this team and aren't really high leverage guys. I think there were some Mitch Lott half full moments there too with Victor Gonzalez and Bruce Dark Gratterall and Alex Vesia and Shelby Miller. He was one, two, three in his return. So there were some bright spots in this bullpen continued to go out there and put up zeros for the most part. Really, they were very they pitched very well, so you got to feel good about that. But here, Kike should have swung at that second pitch. I agree with you, Cobra Commander. I was thinking the same exact thing. Got to go up there. None to lose, Kike. You're really just playing with house money back here with the Dodgers. But, yeah, jump right into this game because Lance Lynn's the big story, first and foremost. Then Mookie Betts. Then, really, at the end there, like I said, he just max months. A little out in front there on that changeup. You saw his reaction. He just missed it. I think Joe Davis got a little excited on that one for one that didn't even hit the warning track. But, yeah, I mean, you look, you got to feel pretty good about this Dodger team fighting, scratching, clawing. This team is never out of it. I think the championship medal and the character of this team was on display, and you got to feel pretty good about that. Barnes should be catching Lynn and Kershaw from LBC. We got Give Me That Jersey from Jason. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, if you're subscribed, you're eligible to win. And we're going to be doing the best giveaways really on any Dodgers social or YouTube channel. So definitely get my dad to 70,000 so I can get my jersey. That's from Max son. Hey, son, what I tell you? Go to bed, okay? I put you to sleep three hours ago. You're in your Ninja Turtle pajamas, okay? I read you a lullaby or saying you a lullaby. I read you a book, okay? Um, we got Will Smith, Whack from Andios. We got Barnes should be catching Lynn and Kershaw. Three more games in the series. What is up, David Sabatini? Always rock with us from New York. We appreciate you as always. Faraday, as a fan watching the game, I found myself having so much emotion and investment and it reminds me all too much of the playoffs and all the bad letdowns what does this game say about the future Fardea how do I put this? It means nothing about the future. It really doesn't. The Dodgers could go 0-4, get completely swept by this Braves team, and still beat them in the NLCS. Could also go vice versa. Had the Dodgers won tonight and taken the next three, and they've already taken two of three from this Braves team from earlier in the year, it still means nothing. Just look at the 1988 season when the New York Mets dominated the Dodgers. LA goes LA goes 1-9 against them, and what ends up happening happening the Dodgers beat them in the NLCS who could forget Tommy Lasorda saying they said we couldn't beat the mighty Mets right and they did so you really can't take anything from this as far as it being an indicator of future results as far as your regular season play because it's still a regular season game at the end of the day but I will say having said that it is another reminder of just how one potent as Braves offense is how dangerous they are from top to bottom that they can still do damage from their seven eight nine hitters but today it was the the top man it was the cream of the crop for that Braves offense it really did so much damage you got Ronald Acuna Jr. he goes three for four had four RBI and one home run and one walk I mean he was absolutely outstanding I mean I'm telling you Mookie Betts Ronald Acuna Jr. they're both incredible players they really have nothing but respect for each other and I think that they're two of the greatest in the game and you just love to see them battling it out and then you got Michael Harris he goes two for five you got Austin Riley he goes two for five had that big home run after Acuna's home run and really it was the top three of their lineup that did the damage tonight. Olsen goes 0 for 5, had the one strikeout Ozuna went 1 for 3, Rosario who's been hotter than the devil's armpit of late, he goes 0 for 4 Murphy 0 for 3, Arcia goes 1 for 4 so really it was the top of that lineup doing
doing the most damage and that grand slam just really hurt but a couple more comments here and then we're going to break down this game and continue to talk Dodger baseball Lance has that dog in it from Ruben Ritt Rigel Lynn has been okay but has no business in pitching against the Braves that's from Sam Vasquez Lynn will get lit up against good teams Pepio indeed went through up third look look the reality here is if Lynn does struggle and look Lynn is serving his purpose regardless because he's here to eat innings right he's here to go five six seven throw a hundred plus pitches every time out save the bullpen save your rotation right so yeah ideally in a perfect world he's somebody you could go and trust to get you big outs and pitch big games in the postseason but if that isn't the case and Walker Buehler does return who is set to start his rehab assignment this weekend and you have a Ryan Pepio who's emerging yeah you do have some options right I mean you just need you, you just need Clayton Kershaw and Julio Arias to depend on them and Bobby Miller to continue his success so the Dodgers do have some options they are in pretty good shape like if Lucas Giolito fell to the Dodgers I wouldn't even want him Okay, he's been awful. Like I said, he's not a frontline starter. His ERA is close to seven with the Angels. Yeah, I'm sure he could be decent, right? But there's not a lot of guys that I would have him supplant on this team, right? I don't think Lucas Giolito would have been the answer. So I still feel good about this rotation. A-Ray 22, what up, D-Mac, a.k.a. Will Smith, out of uniform. Only funnier and disappointing loss today, but we got this. That's a fire take. My guy A-Ray 22. Mookie is the only one playing from Andy Pants. I disagree. I think you had a lot of fight for a lot of guys tonight. I mean, he he talked about this bullpen pitch well, a lot of hits up and down that line. But let's start right here. Let's go to the bottom of the first inning because, really, you could say this game was kind of won and lost there in those first two innings. Bottom of the first inning, Betts draws a leadoff walk, and Freddie Freeman becomes a, he gets to the bat. He singles to left. Nice piece of hitting there. Left center, just great approach. And, yeah, Freddie Freeman, fantastic. First player in Dodgers history to have 50 doubles and 25 home runs. He continues to make history. He's on pace for 63 doubles. And then with on that play, Mookie, he makes it from first to third. So that sets the Dodgers up nice. So you got runners on first and third, no outs. Will Smith at the plate, then 0-2 pitch. Will Smith, he swings and misses at a fastball up in the zone for the first out. And that brings up Max Muncy, right, an eight-game streak where he's had an extra base hit in his last eight games. He's been crushing fastballs lately, just been an absolute monster at the plate. He rips one to the right side, and Lopez, he makes a diving stop to rob Muncy of a single. They do get the lead runner on the play, but Mookie does score to give the Dodgers an early one nothing lead, and then the next batter, Peralti, grounds out to the left side. So the Dodgers right there, bottom of the first inning, they come out. Yeah, runners on first and third, and you're only able to get one run out out of it first and third no outs and just manufacture one run that's an opportunity to get Spencer Strider out of the game at the very least have him pitch just four or five innings and yeah I think you're really feeling good about your chances getting into that bullpen as soon as possible taxing them for tomorrow and beyond but the Dodgers just did not take full advantage they were able to get one run out of it but you would like to see a two three run inning out of that for the Dodgers then you jump to the top of the second inning this was the nightmare inning for the Dodgers from this Braves offense. Now, by the way, let me get your grade for Lance Lynn tonight. I'm going to give Lance Lynn, I got to give him a 
Give the six runs. I got to give him a D plus. A D plus for Lance Lynn. I mean, just the reality. Give up six runs. That's not great. It's not going to give your team a chance to win. Mattel Greer, D plus, C minus range. But I'll read some more comments. We're going to break down that inning, have some thoughts on that. Brady Horton, DMAC, did you see trying to update? Not going to be back this year. Yeah, I did see that, Brady Horton. And look, what did I say about, about Blake Trinan, okay? I mean, that Blake Trinan is pretty much a just one level down one le- one level down from a Danny Duffy. He's a one level down from Cole Hamels as far as after he's been injured, right? So it just feels like like I've been pe- I pet that dog before and I've got bitten already. So didn't want to invest too much time, but I was cautiously optimistic because he was post surgery, but unfortunately it's just not going to happen and look, at the very least you do get clarity and I do want to see some of these young arms get opportunities. I truly do want to see Emmett Sheehan with that explosive force seen fastball Michael Grove you saw success touching 98 coming out of the bullpen with that increased adrenaline even want to see we'll see what happens with Ryan Pepio so I'm still optimistic that they have the requisite arms to have success in the postseason and look don't sleep on the possibility of Daniel Hudson returning that's going to be big Shelby Miller returning to Yancy Almonte and Joe Kelly are going to be back so I'm not overly concerned with the bullpen for me I need to piece together a rotation that you can get four, five, six innings out of a start and try to take it from there. But that was great baseball. Braves fans here, but I'm not going to talk trash. I just want to say I watched the Dodgers announcers and really enjoyed them. They do a great job. They nice to appreciate that. It was a great game. And look, Sergio, 199 silver lining. No JD in the lineup. Almost came back. That's a great point. It's a great point right there. It's a Mitch Lott half full take. Goblins, D-Mac underscore LA. We need heroes like him. Thanks, Terry. I appreciate you. I, hey, Braves fan, tip of the cap. It's really all respect. I really don't think there's any animosity and tension between the Braves and the Dodgers. The two great organizations, the class of the National League for the last five, six, seven years. Lots of history between these two, dating all the way back to the Dodgers' first World Series. You had to beat the Milwaukee Braves early in there. You talk about all the battles they've had throughout the years. So, yeah, definitely lots of respect, and I definitely need to see these two teams in the NL Yes, we need to see that. But yeah, if you haven't yet, be sure to smash that like button for your Los Angeles Dodgers for the fight that they showed. I think it's very commendable what they were able to do. Coming back, they could have laid down like dogs and just lived to fight another day. But no, they wanted to make a game out of this. And they certainly did that. And a lot of that had to do with the heroics of Mookie Betts. But yeah, top of the second inning, first pitch to Ozuna. He cranks a base hit to center field. The next batter, Eddie Rosario, he flies to center for the first out. And that brings up Sean Murphy with a runner at first and no one out and the 2-1 count this was really what did in Lance Lynn kind of the beginning of the end for his night was 2-1 count you hit Sean Murphy and they tried to go off speed and just slipped out of his hand. It looks like the ball just straight up slipped out of his hand. It hit Sean Murphy, and then he reaches, and the runner's on first and second. One out. Lynn was up 0-2 in the count. He misses up with a 92-mile-per-hour fastball and out of the zone, and then you got the bases loaded there, and then with uh, and then our three two RC hits a soft ground ball to third. Muncie charges it, fields it, tosses it to first. It was originally ruled it out, but then they review it, and then it was safe. So really nice play by Muncie. Charged it, just was a little late on the throw there, and he was saved. So you got bases loaded, one out. Nicky Lopez at the plate, a two zero count, and. He gets a lucky strike call on a cutter that was clearly high, so it should have been 3-0. And then Lopez, he fouls off the next pitch to make it 
2-1, then 2-2, and then he misses badly away on a changeup to load the count. Then, yeah, a few pitches later, he walks him. So you can't walk the number nine hitter when it's such a potent and explosive offense like the Atlanta Braves. You just cannot afford to do that if you're Lance Lynn. So look at that second inning. You hit a batter, you walk the number nine hitter, and then a few... And then guess what? That brings up Ronald Acuna Jr., right? The first one, he fouled off the cutter for strike one. A few pitches later, 2-2 count. He crushed a grand slam. Just got all, all, all of it, man. That was all the way parking lot pimping right there for Ronald Acuna Jr. Acuna Matata on that one. That makes it 5-1 to one Braves. Being the first player in MLB history with 30 home runs and 60 stolen bases. By the way, can we not have all this history at Dodgers Stadium, we had 700 for Pujols. Now we got this. I don't, don't want to see history. I don't want to be on the wrong side of history at Dodgers Stadium. I'm kind of sick of that. And the next batter, he gets Harris to ground out for the second out. And then following that, you got Austin Riley at the play. 1-1 one, one count. And he crushes a bomb to make it 6-1. to one. So not a very positive inning at all. Really a nightmarish second inning there for Lance Lennon. There, I mean, not the worst pitch. I mean, curveball just kind of caught a little too much of the plate. And it didn't look like he was very confident with that fastball. He was hitting 90 on it, trying to work up in the zone. Really needs to stay kind of more on the edges and kind of avoid the heart of the plate. And next batter, he gets Olsen to ground a second. But, yeah, six runs on four hits. You had the hit batter with Sean Murphy. You had the walk there. The Arcia infield single to third that was overturned, was originally ruled out. The Lopez walk hurt. So, yeah, leadoff single to Ozuna. So, yeah, Pretty much everything that could go wrong did go wrong for Lance Lynn. And it just, if you're looking at that point, you're thinking, okay, six to one, what's going on here? I mean, is this going to be a route? And the Dodgers were able to make a push. But let's jump back in the comments section. And we got B. Guzman, Acuna. We got uh, um, Acuna. Is Acuna Dominican? No, I think I th Acuna, Acuna is uh, Venezuelan. I believe. Yeah, he's he's Venezuelan. But the Dodgers still showed the grind. I love that's from Christian Gomez. Seven runs against Scion Contender is good enough from Sam Vasquez. This is on Lance. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say that he's not the number one reason. Like I said, my, we got DKM, hey, DMAC, if this baseball switcheroo doesn't work for Lynn or Cinder gone, uh, they may have a future as youth passers. <laughs> that's a finish him. Finish yeah, I mean, that's like I said, my first big takeaway, what you need to know from this game is that is this the Lance Lynn we're going to get? Is the real Lance Lynn here? And that's going to be kind of the big question for this Dodgers team. So hopefully that is the case. Hopefully he bounces back. And look, good luck for anyone trying to face this potent Atlanta Braves offense. But still... It just was not a good outing for Lance Lynn. I mean, think about this. Lance Lynn, he's allowed 37 home runs this season. That's the most in all of Major League Baseball. He allowed seven runs on Thursday. That matched his entire earned run total in his first five starts with the Dodgers combined. So heading into this one, he allowed seven runs in 31 innings of work. And tonight, in four and a thirds, he allowed that. So, yeah, I mean, if you look at Lance Lynn, that just was not going to get it done. So other thing, too, I mean, the strikeout numbers weren't there. I mean, he faced 23 batters tonight, only had one strikeout. He only had struck out one batter of the 23 that he faced. And, yeah, also, it's another thing to look at, too. It's definitely a concern for Lance Lynn. Five strikeouts in his last three starts. So the strikeout numbers, they've been up this year. 
but they've been down of late. So that's definitely concerning. Yeah, so that definitely is one thing you need to take away from this game. Lance Lynn not having his best night. Do you guys think he can bounce back? And let me get your grades. We got uh, D from Brandon Chang. We got all around Lacey, 127F. Alex gives an F minus. D Max, father. Hey, dad, what's up? Gives a D. Ray Barrios, D. Lance Lynn, D from Justin Lamas. D plus from Eric Kwan. F from UGA Rules. Uh, Jason Diamond gives an F. Craig Osterberg with a D. D plus from Emar. Muncie can't play third. I think I knew. I think long term, he's definitely not the solution, but I think for what they have now, when you look at what he does offensively, and look, I'm telling you, if you look at how he grades last month or so, he has not been bad. He's been making the routine plays. I mean, he's not Nolan Arenado. He's not Manny Machado over there, but he still has been making the routine plays of late. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Marn Yippet, I said C minus mean 100 plus pitches, four and a thirds innings. I was trying to be nice because I'm going to be in the clubhouse tomorrow and I don't want them to punch me in the face. So there, there's that. I was trying to be an easy grader. No way D-Mac Lance gets a D minus. That's from Diane Schroeder. That's a fire take from Diane. Glad we didn't have our, have to hear the damn chop from Thomas Workman. Yeah, right. Uh, wow, we got Lance gets a C minus slash D plus from me, Anthony Keen. We got a mind melt happening, my man. Uh, Lacey is here. I see L plus. Okay, I like that. Uh, don't start Lynn without three games. Three game series. Okay, this is from Benjamin Martinez Jr. over on YouTube who says, Don't start Lynn without a three game series lead. Check. Yeah, I mean, they are going to be monitoring these players very closely for the last. 29 games, right? I mean, they're going to be monitoring everything as far as formulating their rotation, formulating their bullpen, and they're going to determine who are the guys that you can trust. And I think that, yeah, I think you could be onto something there, depending on how Lance bounces back from this. Like I said, strikeouts are down. The home runs are up. I mean, it feels like the home run, the honeymoon phase is a little over, right? I mean, at some point that honeymoon phase is over and you're kind of back in, in that relationship and you got to figure some things out. But the show Miller looked good. That's from Craig Osterberg. He did look good, Craig. I think that's definitely a Mitch Lotta half full take from Craig Osterberg. But here we go. Keep breaking this game down. Let me get your comments. Guys, but like any spicy comments, any trash talk, you know, I love that. Anthony Keene says Blake could come back, but he may be on trial for that whole storm. <laughs> Anthony Keene, come on. You're going to get it, bro. Bro. Pepio to start over Mr. Home Run Lynn. Diane Schroeder, man, she is in her bag, man. She's going off. I love it. Uh, Gemini Gray, however, with that said, we're closer to the Braves than I think that they thought. I mean, look, they took two or three, and if it wasn't for that Albies 
walk-offs stack fly. I mean, they would have swept them in Atlanta. And you look at Bobby Miller having that really strong first start. And we'll see what happens in the remaining three games. I mean, they avoid Kirsch, but tomorrow we'll see how Urias pitches. I think that's going to be a, a big test as well going up against this lineup. It's all respect. What up, UJ Rules? Are you a Georgia fan? You, we guys trying to go three-peat for the first time in a long time. I see you guys. I see you Georgia Bulldogs. We got your Stetson Bennett, who's 25 going on 55 here for the for the, the Rams here. But the Braves fans deserve as much DMAC as all of us. <laughs> what a, uh, we got. To, I had to remind myself this is a rebuilding year. 13-half game. First place lead is a miracle. Ray Brios, I like how you just put that into perspective because let's not lose sight of the fact the Dodgers are 83-50. and 50. Yes, they're five games back of the Atlanta Braves. And if you do finish behind them, the silver lining could be if you are of – the mindset where you don't want to face a Philadelphia Phillies team that's a very top-heavy rotation with a Austin Nola, with a Zach Wheeler, with a Bryce Harper, with a team that went to the World Series last year. If you want to avoid them, possibly in the NLDS, that could be a silver lining. Me, personally, I don't want to face the Giants because I don't want to risk losing to them. And then, two, I don't want to face the Milwaukee Brewers because the top of that rotation with Woodrow, Peralta, and Corbin Burns could be very scary in a short series. So, yeah, I mean... But I know there's a lot of Dodger fans out there that don't want to play the Phillies, so there's that. Um, we, but then again, Philly have, the Phillies have Trey Turner in the postseason, so I'd feel pretty good about my chances. It's just hit the ball right to Trey. He'll probably have an error like he had in Game 2 last year. But Lynn gets a D. And then you jump to yeah, jump to the bottom of the fifth inning. Bottom of the fifth inning. Actually, the top of the fifth, too. you got to talk about the top of the fifth. Because you got to give Lance Lynn some credit. He comes back. He bounces back there. Top of the third. He goes one, two, three. Gets Ozuna ground to short. Rosario ground to short. Murphy flied to second. Nothing doing for the Dodgers there in the bottom of the third. Top of the fourth. Another one, two, three inning for Lance Lynn. And then you jump to the top of the fifth. And three, two. It's a two, two count to Harris. And then on the sixth pitch of the bat, slider down the zone. Harris cranks a Dongzell Washington to make it 7-1 to Braves. And it's another thing that you're seeing with Lance Lynn is just his inability to finish off hitters. And there's another example right there. He had two strikes. He had two strikes on him and you just weren't able to finish him off right there. And that, to me, is something you want to look at if you're Lance Lynn. What pitch sequencing? I mean, talk about the curveball that's been effective for him. You talk about that change up the slider. I mean, I think that you got to find some pitches in those situations that you can go to, you can trust, you can try to miss bats and end at bats. And, yeah, even later in that inning, he gives up the single to Riley and their same situation. He's up 0-2 in the count. Third pitch to the bat. Leaves a four-seam fastball. Middle, middle. And he gets a single. Gets Olsen to fly out. Then he walks Ozuna. And that was all she wrote. That was the end of the line there for Lance Lynn. Lynn Sandy was over. Alex Vestia comes in and gets Rosario to ground into a double play. So a really nice job there by Alex Vestia to come in and put out that fire. And then you take that momentum into the bottom of the fifth inning where Jason Hayward, he gets a leadoff single to start the fifth. First hit, first hit for the Dodgers since way back. So, yeah, I mean, that's that was key. Jason Hayward getting the Dodgers right back there offensively. Just put something in play because Spencer Strider was absolutely dominant. But, yeah, he goes there, gets the single, and then 3-2 pitch to Altman next batter. He draws a walk. 
First two reach on Strider. Couple board line pitches on the inner half, but Altman did a really nice job laying off him. His pitch selection, his pitch recognition has really improved. I want to give him some love and shine some light on James. You can't get him Altman for that. So that was impressive. Then following that, you got you got Michael Bush on, up with runners on first and second, nobody out, and. Bush flies to right, but heads up base running there by Jason Hayward. He tags up to get the Dodgers runs on the corners of one out, and that brings up Mookie Betts at the plate with two outs. Runners in the corners, and what a great at-bat for Mookie Betts. 1-1 count. He couldn't allow the breaking ball. It just bounces right in front of the plate. I mean, when you look at the for the beginning of that at-bat towards the home run, you're talking about Mookie, who rarely swings at pitches out of the zone, and he's flailing, and he's not holding up on breaking balls. They're spiking in front of the plate there. Then on the 1-2 pitch, he takes a ball on the outside to make it 2-2. And he checks his swing on a fastball up in the zone the next pitch. And on the 3-2 pitch, Mookie goes opposite field, hits a dunk. Mookie living his best life, 37th of the year, his third home run in his last five games. That made it 7-4. The Dodgers pull within three, and then you jump to the top of the six. Dodgers carrying that momentum. You're feeling really good about it. There's two outs. Looks like it's going to right back to this Dodgers lineup. Unfortunately... One two to Lopez. He hits a ground ball to Muncie, and Muncie's throw goes wide. Like I said, over the last month or more, he's been one of the best in Major League Baseball. Believe it, and that's just kind of the truth. So yeah, I mean, he's not he's not going to be a guy who's going to make spectacular plays. He's not rangy. He's not some guy who's going to cover a lot of territory. But as long as he makes the routine plays, you're going to feel good about that. And yeah, I mean, just not a great throw right there. And you saw the frustration, the disgust on his face. No one was more upset about the throw than Max Muncy himself and after that he walks Acuna and then the 2-2 to Harris he hits a base hit in between Mookie and Rosario to make it 8-4 to four. so that error comes back to haunt them he had runners on the corners with two outs and then Riley flies to center so thankfully it could have been worse and you got to give Alex Vezia credit because it could have been worse you had Murphy there he gets him to ground to second. He had Arcia. He struck him out swinging. I mean, you got Riley there with runners on the corners at the end of that inning, and he was able to get him to fly out. So really nice job for Vesia. Just kind of lock back in and just get them out of that inning and keep the deficit at four. But let's jump back in the comment section. D-Max father in the house. What a boomer assassin. Lynn needs to go on the keto diet. Interesting. Uh, just like game two. Hey, I don't care how you look. I mean, Bartolo Colon, I mean, if you can get it done, you can get it done. I don't think it's that's the issue with Lance Lynn for sure. Uh, imagine Phil's and Dodgers in the CS. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be cool with that. Uh, Dodgers got too much TNT, too much dynamite. Uh, trash Kuna FTP. Okay, that's such a need. I've read that. I don't know why. But uh, we got the Dodgers only team. They can stand homer for homer against the Braves. That's from Sam Vasquez. Yeah, I think you're 100% spot on with that. I mean, this Braves team is on pace. They might even be past that pace tonight to hit 307 home runs, which would tie the all-time record set by the 2019 Minnesota Twins, who hit 307. So, yeah, I mean, talking about a team that's just so dangerous, man. I mean, there's just nowhere to run, nowhere to hide against this Braves lineup. I mean, talking about seven players, seven players that have hit 20 home runs or more this season. Strider is nasty from Carnivorous Lunar Activity. He is, man. Quadzilla is the real deal, man. That four-seam fastball dotting it on the inner half. He had the slider working. Had just an electric fastball with that extension. And nine strikeouts. I mean, nine punchies and they 
there were times when you're the Dodgers, but you're really getting dominated. So it was nice to see Mookie get one, though. And Mookie, just a fantastic piece of hitting on his. I mean, that home run on that four-seam fastball. I mean, you're talking about 98 miles per hour on the outer half. I mean, getting staying inside the baseball, you see him get that top hand out and just put the bat on the ball. His barrel control is elite, one of the best in the game. And, yeah, I mean, just goes with it and goes right over the glove around Acuna Jr., right? I mean, you can see that MVP just slipping away, going right over his glove and you saw the frustration on his face so yeah I mean that's the great thing about Mookie he can pull home runs he can go with it he can go to left center right center just such a dynamic player the barrel control is otherworldly but damn got another one blowtorch from track dog we got Brewers Giants is an excellent draw I agree Ray Brios I actually like the National League slate I think all those matchups are going to be entertaining I'm going to be glued to the TV and I know you guys will Mookie MVP from Roy Estrada Mookie definitely MVPs Two K's in his last two games, I think I knew. Yeah, F for Lance, F for Lance, F for sure. Lance, Lynn, Cocaine Bear, JK323. Uh, even when the Dodgers were down, you could feel they were going to come back. I got jams. Yeah, I think that is something that speaks to the character of this team. And I think that you can say what you want. I'm not a big silver linings guy. I'm not a big moral victories guy. But, yeah, I mean, that's a team in the Dodgers where, like I said, Max Muncy, very close to hitting that one out, man. I mean, just out in front of that changeup a little bit there against Iglesias. Uh, D-Mac, Dodger Nation. Thanks, David Zabatini. Appreciate you. Will Smith is Doug's real father from Steve Schmidt. <laughs> that's a that's a fire take. Fire uh, and now comes Max Freed. By the way, you're here. We got to, by the way, welcome to Dodger Nation post game show. If you're new, you're home with Dodgers Nation and Jim Beam. I want a shot of Hornitos. Uh, Lindy steaming pile of dung. Okay, that's. Finish called for. Uh, y'all lucky K-Dub is injured. We got a super chat from David Garcia. What do you think about replacing Lynn with Yarbrough in the starting rotation? I think, look, Yarbrough is in a good place. I think Yarbrough is someone you want to maintain that flexibility with. And I think one thing that you talked about when they first made that move and a part of the conversation was – can you use him as a bullpen guy? Can you use him as someone that can go and give you a long relief, right? Pitch multiple innings out of the pen, and he's proven that he can do just that. That's what he's excelled at. So I think for Ryan Yarbrough, I think he's perfect in his spot. I think that for him, you want to keep him right there. I would not change him. I mean, he pitched a scoreless four innings yesterday, six games. He's pitched multiple innings every single appearance. He gave the Dodgers four innings out of the pen yesterday. That was the second longest for him since he's joined the Dodgers. I mean, four scoreless. I mean, four strikeouts. His ERA with the Dodgers sits at 186. He also got his second save. So he's someone that can end games. I think I like him where he is. I mean, I think the most important thing, too, is when you bring Yarbrough out there in a piggyback situation, you can keep that bullpen fresh. You don't have to tax the high leverage arms. You can keep Evan Phillips on ice. You can let them stay there and kind of use them for the big situation. So, yeah, I mean, he hasn't started one game and with the Dodgers since they made the trade. So I think they like them. They like him in the situation that he's in now. And I think you deploy him right there as a guy that you have as a bulk guy, the incredible bull coming out of the pen and give you multiple innings of relief. So right now I wouldn't change it, change it at all, especially when you look at the success that Ryan Pepio has had of late. If he keeps that up, I think he's going to definitely factor into this bullpen of this rotation in some capacity come postseason. But to whoever we got 
going tomorrow. Please do your friggin' job from DKM. We got 199 from J Dog. We got I thought Tony G was back on the mound. Ouch. Tad insult to injury. Look, he's at the vet, okay? He's Bruh. at the vet. Meow. Bruh. And it's the meowed. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, Matthew Padilla, is Bueller going to be a legit star in the playoffs? We'll see. I mean, it's too early to tell. I mean, the good thing is the process right now, there is a path. And you got to follow that path and see how he handles his rehab assignments. Because velocity-wise, you're talking about a guy 94 miles per hour. I mean, gets that baby up to 96, 97, we'll have a conversation. Hey, D-Mac, have we seen the end of Yancey? No money. With the kneecap sprain. Now, he's going to be back. Uh, it's Julio tomorrow. We're not expecting a good performance. Hope I am wrong, but I doubt it. No, I think Julio's going to have a really good good start tomorrow. I think it's a big stage for him. I think this hopefully will solidify his return to being that Urias. Like Diane Schroeder said, yes, the Urias needs to bounce back from the last bad start. Look, he was cruising until he gave the home runs late there, right? I mean, he's someone that... I think is due for a really nice start on a big stage. But uh, D-Mac, uh, my Eagles got all the Georgia players from all around 127. We left too many on base, too dependent on the long ball tonight. Braves, 88-45, best team in baseball. Yeah, not going to dispute you there. We'll see how this, the rest of this shakes out. But, yeah, then you jump to the top of the seventh inning. Yeah, top of the six. Oh, yeah, top of the six. You had a leadoff single there, a leadoff single there for the Dodgers in the top of or the uh, in the bottom of the sixth inning. You had a leadoff single for the Dodgers. Will Smith, 0-2 count, hits a slider on the outer half for a single, and then Muncy he strikes out swing. Peralta pops to the third. Hayward flies to left, and Victor Gonzalez. By the way, Mitch a lot of half full take. A really nice night for for Victor Gonzalez. I love the command was exceptional on the sinker. I love the fact that he was getting ahead in the count. He saw against Olsen, gets him 0-2, gets him to ground out to that slider. And then against Ozuna, working in the zone, pounding the zone, and then he gets him to ground out. Then Rosario just dominated him, man. He gets up in the count 0-2, fouls off a couple pitches on this fifth pitch of the at-bat, gets him with a slider, kind of missed his spot on the other side, but still gets him swinging at a slider on the inner half. So a really nice performance tonight from Victor Gonzalez, who has really been impressive. Then you look at that bottom of the seventh inning. So Altman, he starts off the inning with a striking out. He goes down on three pitches. And then Michael Bush, great at-bat for Michael Bush. And if you talk to scouts, you talk to people about Michael Bush, what he does great is he sees four-plus at pitches per at-bat. And there he goes down the count 0-2. He takes a strike looking, slider bottom of the zone. Then he swings at a slider bottom of the zone. Then he takes a slider that was just out of the zone, low for ball one. And then the fourth pitch of the bat takes a four-seam fastball up in the zone for ball two. And then on the 2-2, two, two, gets a slider on the inner half. And then he just hits a piss, miss, piss missile to right, 356 feet. And that made it eight to five. So the Dodgers, they pull within three. And then Rosario, like I said, not a good night for Ahmed Rosario. He strikes out, follows that up by striking on three pitches, just not seeing it well, not looking comfortable at the play tonight. And then Mookie bets up 
with two outs, first pitch, four-seam fastball, 95 miles per hour, just gets his hands in and hits that baby out. Looked like he got under it, but still, it leaves the yard, 371 feet. Mookie is unbelievable, absolutely unreal, and that made it 8-6, to six. and then Will Smith, he flies out, and then top of the eighth, 1-2-3 for Shelby Miller. Like I said, he looked really good, made it look really easy. He's out there throwing strikes, getting ahead of the count, and then bottom of the eighth, Eighth, AJ Minteron for the Braves. First batter, Max Muncy, 1 1 count, and boom! Max Muncy homers to right, 386 feet. That made it 8 to 7. The Dodgers closing in on the Braves. Unfortunately, they get one run that inning. They weren't able to put up any more runs because you had Kike, he pinch hit for Peralta. He flies a second, then Taylor, he hit for Hayward. He ends up drawing a walk, and then Outman first pitch. He singles to give the Dodgers runners on first and second. And then Michael Bush, he strikes out swinging. It was just a cutter, middle of the zone, just couldn't catch up to it. Really nice job setting up with a fastball on the pitch before that. And then that brought up Rosario, another opportunity to have a big hit. He did not look good once again. He strikes out on four pitches, just had no chance there on that slider. So, yeah, Johnson came in to face Rosario and then, he just wasn't able to really put the ball in place. So just go, they get one run on two hits. That was it. And then you jump to the top of the ninth. Bruce Dark Gratterall in. Acuna gets the leadoff single, and then he steals second, but still Bruce Dar, he's able to get out of that inning after working his way around that leadoff single. Then bottom of the ninth inning, Mookie Betts must see MLB first pitch. He flies to right. For the first out, then Freeman draws a one-out walk. Will Smith, he singles left to give the Dodgers runners on first and second. Muncy, he just misses the home run. And then Kike Hernandez, he strikes out on three pitches to end the game. The Dodgers, they lose by a final score of 8-7. to seven. A thriller at the Ravine. The Dodgers, they lose. I think the other big story tonight, the big takeaway is we're going to have an electric MVP race. I can't sit here and promise you that Mookie's going to win the National League MVP. Well, let me ask you guys, though. Uh, what do you think of the percentage chances that Mookie wins? I think they're strong. I think that he will become the betting favorite once again after the series is over. He hits two home runs tonight. But, I mean, the voters and the narratives, they're just so stuck on Acuna Jr. And the fact that he's that 60-30 guy, right? And he's probably going to be a 70-30 guy when it's all said and done, right? But let me get your takes on Ronald Acuna Jr. and Mookie Betts and the MVP award. For me, I think Mookie was phenomenal. I think he was absolutely outstanding. He's, he's terrific. I mean, Mookie's he's on another planet right now. I mean, he's absolutely on an all-time heater. I mean, Mookie, after tonight... He's slashing 317, 411, slugging 622 with a 177 weighted runs created plus 38 bombs for Marcus Lynn Betts. I mean, this guy is just ridiculous. But uh, let me find my comments. I lost you guys. Give me one second here. There we go. We got uh, Mookie struck out. On that check swing, that's from JK. They didn't call it though. Uh, we got my dad could get 60 stolen bases with the new rules. That's from D Max Sun. Yeah, I mean, hey, like I was saying earlier, I can I look like Ricky Henderson out there, right? Getting high for the postseason DN post game. Yeah, it's going to be big, man. It's going to be exciting. Hopefully, we go all the way this year. We have tons of shows for you guys. Two home runs, JK. My mic went out. Uh oh. Uh, we got uh, David Who, BC. 
We got bring up Stone and Emmett, Arias tomorrow, DMAC meowed. <laughs> uh, DMAC, son, never meow again, please. <laughs> meow. Okay, I'll, I, that's the last one. Uh, we got uh, Ron Acuna is also the first MLB athlete to be sponsored by Nike in 13 years. I did not know that. It's really interesting, JK, because Trout was a big Nike guy, right? I guess it just means, and Mookie is a Jordan brand guy. Aaron Judge just signed with Jordan brand. So Shohei signed with New Balance last year. So interesting. By the way, Braves fans, as Dmax father, we are chill with y'all. <laughs> oh man, you guys are killing me. Uh, Bazooka needs to learn how to miss barrels. I think I knew. Yeah, we've talked about that ad nauseum till the cows come home on this show. We got Ronnie is going to win over fifty percent. So we got Bush over Ray from Carl fifty fifty from Craig Osterberg forty percent chance for Mookie to be MVP. That's from Tame Tiger twenty four Mookie MVP from David Sabatini. This is a Dodgers chat only. Hey. Everyone's welcome, right? Uh, even the enemy. Uh, Mookie all the way MVP. Yeah, I mean, look, there's. it's going to be tough. I mean, I, it's going to come down for the last couple of weeks. I truly believe that. And I think this series, the next couple of days, that's going to be the subplot to, work, to look at. I mean, I think that's kind of the biggest thing, too. And also just the starting pitching. I mean, look, let's be honest. Spencer Strider, he shoved. I mean, absolutely shoved until that fifth inning. I mean, when Hayward got that single and Altman drew that walk, I mean, they had no answers early on. So you got to give Mookie credit. By the way, tonight's home run, Mookie's 250th career home run, hit that three-run shot. So give Mookie tons of love, tons of credit, man. This guy's an absolute franchise player. How about this? Mookie ended August slashing 455, 516, 839 with 11 home runs, 30 RBI. He set the Dodgers record for hits in a month with 51 and runs scored with 35. I mean, there there's just no words. Mookie is living his best life. Look, when I when he hit that second home run, you had Acuna Jr. hitting that grand slam. That's what stars do, okay? Mookie says, I drive a Benz, too. That's what stars do. Anything you can do, I can do better. That is what Mookie said in this game, and you got to give him a lot of credit for putting this team on his back. Also, the home runs from Muncie and Bush. But, yeah, guys, we'll be back. I'm going to be at the game tomorrow, but look for a possible pregame show. I'll let you guys know, so follow me on Twitter. Actually, on X. Follow me on the X. I'm just going to call it the X now. Forget it. I'm over it. I don't really like birds that much when I was a kid. My mom had a lot of birds that would make a lot of noise, so I was never able to sleep in. So forget that Twitter bird. We're on the X. Follow me at DMAC underscore LA. But you guys know how much I appreciate you, Dodgers fans. You guys are the best in the game. No one knows ball like you do, so I appreciate the comments as always. And, yeah, be sure to subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button. Hit that notification bell. My name is Doug McCain. Like I said, you can follow me on X and Instagram and TikTok at DMAC underscore LA. LBC Jill. Gil says, new balance greater than side. Jordan, we got guys. Look at the big picture. We will. A couple more comments in here, and we'll let you guys to the rest of your Thursday night. Love you, son. See you tomorrow. Hey, DMX. <laughs> DMX, father, man. I love you, dad. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, we got uh, Let's Go Dodgers. Let's Go Dodgers. Yeah, my dad actually used to sneak into Dodgers games from La Puente. He used to sneak into Dodgers games back in the day. But see you guys next time, guys. Thriller. Great game. Great for baseball. The world baseball world will be buzzing tomorrow. This was one of the games of the year. Dodgers came so close, some close. They almost, almost completed the comeback. But hopefully we got an exciting three games and get back on track tomorrow. But remember, nothing brings together quite like Dodger baseball. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out.